you know, the thing I mentioned earlier where there was something that I didn't agree with and my manager didn't agree with, ideally that doesn't happen. And like you said, you know, ideally things aren't a surprise. And so I don't know, I'm going to try and figure out how I can embrace that more. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name's Charlie. And my name is Femke, and in this episode, we're going to talk about performance reviews, which for me feels quite timely. At the moment, I'm currently going through a performance review. This is something that we do about every six months or so at Uber, and I'd love to take the advantage of this episode to talk a little bit about as a employee receiving this kind of feedback in a performance review, how do you take in this feedback? You know, sometimes it's positive, sometimes there is room for improvement. Uh, so, you know, when you're listening to this feedback and getting this feedback, how do you internalize that? How do you take that in? How do you react? How do you respond? And then additionally, something I'm personally trying to do with this feedback is turn that into kind of actionable outputs. So, you know, thinking about my long-term goal, my career goal, where I want to go within the next year, or even the next six months up until the next performance review, how can I take this current like checkpoint of feedback and, you know, make changes where necessary to my process or how I work to kind of set myself up for success in the long-term. So that's what I would really like to talk about today. But before we get into it, it has been a couple of weeks or so since an episode. Charlie, you have since been in three continents, I think, since we last <laughs> recorded. Like that. So please give us an update. How are things going? How are you? Well, I'm back home in Spain now, which feels very nice. Um, I realized over the weekend that that was my first weekend at home in 2020 because we left for London in the very first weekend in January. So wow. yeah, it's really nice to be home and to be sleeping in my own bed. You know, I love travel, very grateful that I get the opportunity to do it, but nothing, there's nothing quite like being home, you know, as Dorothy says, it's no place like home. Yep. <laughs> I was at my team retreat in the US after leaving New Zealand. So that was sort of like my stop over there, which was great fun for half of it. And then for the second half, I came down with a bug and was in bed with like a flu, not coronavirus, luckily, <laughs> but just a general old flu Aww. for the last day and a half of the retreat, which was such a shame because, you know, I only get to see all my workmates twice a year. Yeah. And so I was sort of robbed of, of half this time with them. Um, and the next time I see all of them together won't be until September at our next retreat. So a real shame, but I'm glad to have recovered now and, and just like glad it wasn't coronavirus. So, oh yes, I am glad. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that too. <laughs> How about you? How's things been for you? Good. I, since we spoke, I think I went to New York for a like team sprint, which was really nice. I, I'm working very closely with a team in New York, uh, which, you know, it's only a one hour flight away. It's a pretty cool city, so I can't complain. It's pretty nice to get to travel there frequently. Uh, so yeah, I've been spending some time with my colleagues there and then they came over to Toronto last week and we did like a two day design sprint. So it's good momentum. Like I have been enjoying working with that team and like meeting in person has been really fun and like getting to know each other and then continuing the collaboration 
remotely, so to speak, when we're both back in our home cities. So yeah, that's kind of been what I've been really busy doing. I also, okay, this is like not at all like work related, but I finally joined a yoga studio here in Toronto, which nice for me, like, I don't know if you've been listening to the show, you know that I love yoga. And in Amsterdam, I was very loyal to the studio. I went for like four years, multiple times a week. And the six months since I've moved here to Canada, I haven't really found like my groove of not only like a yoga studio, but also like exercise, my exercise routine. I don't know. Moving countries just like flips everything on its head and it takes. And also the snow. <laughs> also the weather. Yeah. It just takes a really long time to build those routines in again and, and adjust to, yeah, in this case, totally different climates. Uh, so it was actually kind of emotional. Like I went to the class last night for the first time and I kind of felt like I was home, like just being in this yoga studio surrounded by people doing yoga and like carving out that time for myself was, I don't know. I think I had like built up six months of like really, really needing to go, but just had not really made the time for it. So yeah, I don't know. That's just a little special extra, something that was really nice recently. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I know what you mean about that routine and, and, and settling into home. I feel like I'm still doing that here in Spain because even though it's like must be eight months now or something since I moved, I still don't I, like there's still things that feel so unfamiliar because a I keep traveling and not actually being here in Spain at home. And I also just haven't like found replacements for, I guess, all the things that were part of my regular routine in London yet. So, yeah, I like hearing that. That that gives me inspiration to keep keep working on that because I know it's important. Yeah, keep trying. Should we get into today's topic, performance reviews? Yes. Um, when, when you brought this up, I said that I have also recently gone through a round of performance reviews at ConvertKit. We also do them every six months, but I had mine in, I think it was January that we did our last one. How do performance reviews work for you? Should we start there? Because I know every company runs them differently. Yes, <laughs> let's start there. So... We recently changed how we do it. So this cycle was a new process. So I'll just speak to how it is right now. Essentially what happens is you get to select peers to give you feedback and vice versa. There is also a like voluntary option if you want to give feedback to someone who maybe didn't select you for feedback, but you like generally have some feedback to give about somebody. That option is there, which is really nice because we didn't have that before. Uh, and basically you're invited to give feedback in a written format. We've now, it used to be like open field. So like question and then like large paragraph answer, but now it's a little bit more, I can't remember the exact questions, but like, it's kind of like a multiple choice style quest questionnaire. So sort of like more rating system kind not of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not numbers, but yeah. it's like, okay, I can't remember the exact question, but you know, for example, something like what out of these like seven qualities does this person best display at work? And then there's like a list oh, of seven qualities okay. and you check, I think three of them. Um, questions kind of like that. So I think a lot of the input into this questionnaire came from like our company cultural values and things like that, you know, came, I could see the thread like coming in to the questionnaire. And so it's basically that, uh, you answer these questions. And then I think there's three open field boxes and 
they were, it was really confusing. One was what feedback would you like to write to the employee only? What feedback would you like to write to this employee's manager only? And what feedback Ooh. would you like to write for both of them to see? Okay. So that, that was kind of interesting. And at first I didn't really know like what to say where, but then I kind of realized that like it was a nice place to expand on like the options that I'd selected above. And then, you know, maybe if there was an area of improvement that I had selected, I used the manager only box to kind of expand and elaborate a little bit more on why I selected that option. That makes sense. How many, can I just butt in and ask how many of these do you, do you do? Like how many people are you expected to be taking the time to fill out this questionnaire for? And how many can you expect to receive back yourself? Yeah, great question. So I think I did this for about three, two or three people, which is pretty low generally. I think for me, because I had switched teams, right? Um, mine was a little bit fragmented because nobody from my, well, people in my new team were like, well, we haven't worked together long enough to like get valuable feedback. It had only been four months. And the people on my old team were like, well, you're not on the team anymore. And like, uh, you know, they've got plenty of other people they can ask for feedback. So for me, it was a bit of a weird one, but generally I think, uh, the recommendation is like five ish people, seven, maybe tops. And how long would it take you to fill out each of these questionnaires for other people? Uh, yeah. So I think we get like a week or two to fill this out, but it's always a scramble at the end. I have heard stories of some people having 15 to 20 of these to fill out, which is definitely too much. Yeah. Like way too much. Uh, for me, I mean, it's like, it's something I'll do like on a Friday afternoon or something. Okay. And so what would you say? Like half an hour per person or just trying to get an idea of the time commitment? Maybe like 15 minutes per person but I also am very like organized in that in advance so like as soon as I know okay performance review is starting in a couple of months I actually start taking notes about people that I know I'm going to give feedback on so that when it comes time to actually filling out the official feedback form all I do is I open up my notes and I'm like oh here's all like the bullet points and like observations about this person that I've been making over the past few months and you know some of those are positive like points of praise and some of those are areas for improvement but I kind of start like doing this a couple months out so that when it comes to the actual time I don't need to sit there and be like oh like what happened in the last six months I've kind of got something to get the ball rolling. Yeah, that makes sense. This is sounding to me kind of like the way we do unsolicited feedback at ConvertKit. So can I just quickly share about our performance review yes. process? Go ahead. For, for us, it's just between you and your direct manager is okay. what like is who is working on your performance review. And I think uh, also Barrett, our COO, like the manager's manager, sees all the stuff as well. But um, you're not doing anything for anyone else on your team. We do that as part of unsolicited feedback, which I've talked about before on the show. It's basically a session we have at the retreats. We wait till we're all in person. um, And it's a time when it's like 10 minutes that you are sitting there silent and your team is sharing feedback for you, um, both like affirmations, things you're doing great that they think you should keep doing that they've noticed about you. And also like constructive feedback of things that you could work on or like what I hope for you and areas of improvement I can see. Can I just say this sounds like equally terrifying, but amazing at the same time? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 
It is. And the first time is very scary, but then after, from then on, it just, it builds this amazing connection with your team and you sort of crave it and you almost look forward to seeing what people have to say about you. It, it can be a very emotional experience. I cry pretty much every time. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just happens. But um, yeah, it's, it's a lovely thing to go through and it definitely makes us feel super connected as a team. But like you, when I know the retreat's coming up, I start taking notes of mm. things that I feel like I want to bring up for other people during this unsolicited feedback time. Um, so I guess, I guess yours is sort of like solicited feedback because yep. you're specifically <laughs> asking people to fill out this questionnaire for you. But it is interesting that we both of our companies do that, where it's our manager giving feedback, also the team, but ours is just not part of the performance review. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we didn't get to finish your performance review stuff, though. So your manager, I'm assuming, also, do they fill out the same questionnaire or is it like a different one that your manager fills out? Oh, I actually don't know. That's a really good question. Oh, it's really interesting that you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should. They they definitely do give me feedback. Uh, yeah. I am assuming it's the same questionnaire, but I'm not entirely sure. I can say that the uh, questionnaire for me to my manager is different. Like it's a very manager focused questionnaire. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. I wonder if like, is it that you wait for all the team feedback to come in and then you and your manager go over those together? Like, are you going to meet and discuss the stuff? Yeah. So basically what happens is you fill this out, but the feedback doesn't get released straight away. So it goes to your manager and then what kind of is supposed to happen next is that your manager will review, they collect and they review the feedback and then they have a conversation about it with you. So they bring it to a meeting, you discuss it with them. You haven't yet like read anything verbatim. You haven't seen anything. So this is like the first time you're getting this, like, like you're hearing what people have said about you. And so you have this conversation with them. Then it gets like released to you so you can read like all the responses and see the verbatim comments. And then what happens after that is that eventually leads into a like compensation discussion. So there might be an adjustment to compensation. Maybe you are up for a promotion or just generally like you're moving up within the band or something like that, or you might get some equity refresh. That's like the final closing out step. Okay. Interesting. So it sounds like um, the bit with your manager is more done in person, like in a discussion in this meeting rather than in the written format. Yes. Yeah. So the way we do it with, um, so like the performance review itself uh, with me and my manager is first you do a self review where you answer like a questionnaire. We use the software called 15.5 for our objectives and key results. And then also performance reviews are done through that. So I'm answering questions about how I think I've done in the past six months and like what I think I need to work on, etc. My manager is also doing that without seeing my answers first. I think that's how it works anyway. And then I will get to see what my manager has written and like read and digest that before we meet for the official like performance review meeting. Yeah. And then in that meeting, we're kind of going over his answers for me and um, you know what I said as well, like noting where there was differences in what we said or you know anything like that that comes up. Um, and then really focusing the discussion on like the next steps and like moving forward, you know, and the, the opportunities part of the questionnaire, I suppose, talking more about that and how I can start working on things. Yeah, so for us, this is kind of broken out into two or even sometimes 
three conversations and mm-hmm. it's interesting you you brought up the self-evaluation part so we used to have that but in this new process there's no longer a self-evaluation part Ooh, interesting how do you feel about that I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like there was nothing official, but all the managers were like, but we really encourage you to do it anyway. Like here's a template for, oh. <laughs> for a document where you can write up all your achievements. So it, it was like not official, but it was really encouraged, uh, hmm. which I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I, I don't know if I wouldn't, if I feel the need to do a self evaluation every six months, but at the end of the year, I definitely feel like that's a nice natural point to like touch in and self-reflect so I do kind of wish that that had been part of the process so I don't know it's weird like when I have this first conversation with my manager and they're telling me the feedback and it's the first time I'm hearing it it can be quite jarring because like in these discussions my manager will like highlight things and then they'll say oh yeah and this person said this this here like what do you think about that and I'm like oh gosh because it's, you, it's your gut reaction, isn't it? Because you're hearing it for the first time. Exactly. Exactly. And I that's what I don't like about it is I'm currently in the situation where I'm like prompted to react, but I really don't want to react because I'm just hearing it for the first time. I want time to digest. I want to read like the full verbatim story. Like this is just one sentence highlighted in a paragraph, you know? And so it's really hard for me to tell you what I think about this or how I on the spot plan to like incorporate this into my, you know, professional development so but at the same time I think if I had read it in advance I might have started freaking out you know about certain things like at least now you're hearing it with your manager there to support you you mean right yes exactly so I don't know what's better or what's worse um but yeah it, it is interesting that there's these different ways of of hearing this feedback for the first time yeah, and it's interesting to me just how different performance reviews can can go between different companies. I like I never had a performance review at the previous company I was at before ConvertKit. And then going back to my job before that, now we're getting too many years that I just have no recollection whatsoever of how the performance review process went. Fair, fair. So yeah, this is really interesting for me to hear about how it works at Uber. You mentioned in the intro that something you wanted to talk about is those next steps and like how you how you take on the feedback i'd be interested to know from you from this feedback from your peers because it sounds like that's what happens in a performance review it's mostly feedback from your peers that's being discussed not so much direct feedback from your manager like there's less of an importance on that does your manager decide what feedback from your peers you should both pay attention to like, are they picking out trends perhaps in, in what's been said in, in your questionnaires? How do they decide? I don't know. Cause feedback is just one person's opinion, right? Right. How does that, how does that get figured out? Do you know what I'm asking? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're asking. So yeah, I have had moments where my manager highlighted a piece of feedback from a peer that they did not agree with. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So they were like, okay, you got this piece of feedback from this peer. I don't agree with this. And I haven't seen that. Like I haven't seen this displayed in your, in your work or or how you bring yourself to work. So they were kind of confused about it. And because they didn't agree with it, they could, I don't know, I guess they were in a position where they couldn't speak to like, if I should take on that feedback or leave that feedback. Um, So basically their recommendation was, you know, they encouraged me to go and talk to that pair about it and to kind of 
learn more and to understand where that feedback came from. Uh, and then that would, I guess the idea was that that would help me make a more informed decision of how I should handle that feedback. And did you do that? Did you speak to the person about it? I did not. I, <laughs> I know this is where I wish I could say, yes, I did. And it all worked out perfectly. No. Hey, <laughs> we're honest on this show. We're not here to say that we're perfect. We always you know, I know. talk about that. This is a great example of it. You know what you should have done, but you didn't. Do you think you didn't because it was like awkward? I could imagine that being a reason. Yeah. Like I, I really intended to, I wanted to, and this was someone that I was actually like personally quite close with. Uh, so I really wanted to have this discussion with them, but I just didn't know how to, you know, and, and that's where I kind of wish my manager had helped me take it that step further, like rather than just saying you should figure out what's behind this, but actually helping me maybe like, here's how you could bring it up to this person or helping me set up a meeting with them. Or, right, like help facilitate the conversation. Right, help facilitate the conversation um, rather than just leaving it all to me because uh, I was a little bit intimidated, to be honest, and, and afraid of confronting my peer about this. Yeah, that's totally understandable, especially when you're new on a team. Um, that's why I really like the way we do our get, get feedback from peers at ConvertKit is we're all in person in the room. And once you hear what everyone says about you, you then also get a chance to respond. So like in, in my feedback session, for example, I was getting a lot of feedback that I was like, oh, they're not understanding like why I'm doing this thing. Like they're thinking it's for this reason. I'm actually doing it for this reason. So then I got to like clarify to the room. I was like, hey, this is why I care about this. It's not, you know, because of these reasons you've said, like, thank you, but uh, that's not why I'm doing it. And I got a chance to explain myself a little bit, which really helped. And it was in a group setting, which I, I feel like is kind of easier than one-on-one -on -one. and like everyone's in it going through it together. It's not like yeah. you having to set an awkward meeting with your peer because they've given you feedback. You know, it's like, yeah, um, it's kind of like an unbalanced situation, you know, I mean, unless you had feedback for the peer that they needed to talk to you about as well, then it would perhaps be a little bit easier. Right, right, right. Yeah. One thing I did do instead is I asked my other peers. So I went to my other peers and I was like, Hey, I got this feedback in my review from somebody else. And I just was just wondering, like, is this something that you've seen me display also? Yeah. Uh, and so I did that to maybe like three or four people and they were all like, no, I haven't seen, seen you display that behavior or whatever. And so I don't know, maybe that was my way. Like, I mean, ideally I should have just confronted this person, but I guess my like passive way of doing that was like asking other people if they'd noticed me, you know, doing that before. And then, you know, they all said no. So that kind of, I guess, like, I don't know, allowed me to settle a bit like, oh, okay, well maybe, maybe it was just this person, like this one peer's opinion. And, and I, I just decided not to do anything with the feedback basically. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why you, you took that part, but I think it would be really beneficial for you to like, to, to have that conversation, even though it's difficult not just because it'll help you, but because hopefully it'll help make that a thing that your team can do together. You mm, know? Mm -hmm, like you can set the precedent that, okay, we're going to talk about this sort of stuff. And yeah, it might be a little awkward, but we all want to improve. So we're going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. One thing I am doing this performance review round that I haven't done before uh, is what it, when I selected the people to give me feedback, I sent all of them an email 
uh, to let them know like, hey, I'm selecting you for this like feedback and like letting them know what kind of feedback I'm looking for, why I appreciate, like why I've chosen them as, as a peer to give me feedback, uh, that kind of stuff. And then what I'm planning to do now at the end of the performance cycle. So once I've like digested and read all of the feedback is to follow up and email them back and like thank them for their email and highlight like, okay, I really appreciate these things that you said. And here's how I'm like going to sort of put that into action. Uh, and so that's something that I'm trying with this perf cycle to kind of you know, just let people know why I appreciate their feedback. And then for me, it's also like a bit of accountability and it's not just this dead, like, cool. I, I asked you to give me feedback and you did. And we never talked about it in real life. Like it's kind of weird. Yeah. Right. Like continuing the conversation. I think that's great. That's, that's awesome. I feel like that shows you've learned from the awkwardness of last time. And this yeah. is how you're like <laughs> taking action, um, yeah. to make it better this time around. So well done. Um, so what about, um, you, you talked about taking feedback and then how it applies to yes, yes. Uh, promotions or you know, equity changes, that sort of thing. Do you and your manager work on a plan together? Is that sort of what happens? No. So Okay. How does it work? How I understand it works, and this is also like some of this is assuming, is that basically my manager will go to HR and like put forward a proposal of what they think I deserve. And then HR will like calibrate, do their thing and then come back with like the actual results, which may or may not match what the manager asked for. But do you and your manager get to have a discussion beforehand about what your goals are? Like, are you aiming to go and to the next level in this track or are you hoping to work towards management? Like, is that part of performance review, that sort of career development talk? Yeah. So before you even begin the performance review, you have that conversation. And if you want to go up for promotion, it's actually a different process. So from the ah. beginning, uh, you are put like on a different like uh, calibration process if you're going for a promotion. So yes. Right. So if, if they know that like... Do you know what would be required of you to be moved up to the next level, to go for a promotion? And so you know whether you're there yet or not uh, to know whether that's the type of performance you, you should ask for. Yes. Is, am I following? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. So you, I mean, ideally like a promotion shouldn't be a surprise, right? This should be something that you've been working towards for like a probably at least six months and like you and your manager, like we'll have regular check-ins and conversations about okay well like you know do you think how are you feeling about going up for promo in the next cycle like maybe here's some things you could keep doing or do better to to increase your chances or, or whatever those kind of discussions yep that makes sense cool is it the same for for you or how does that work with promotions and things well we don't have like super regular promotions because we have there is I think for a designer there is six levels on our uh, standardized salary bands, you know, mm -hmm. for how they work. And so the jumps are quite significant between each level. Right now I'm at a level four and I don't think that I would be moved to a level five until there's like, I don't know, a lot of, of team structure changes that would mean me taking on more of a leadership role or, right. you know, something, something big like that. And so while I'm always working to improve myself, I'm not, I would say, actively working towards a promotion at the moment. Right. But 
last year and i think we talked about this in a previous episode at some point i can't remember which one it would have been i'm sorry but regular listeners will probably recognize what i'm saying um (laughs) i look took a look at the like roles and responsibilities for the next level up so for the level four when i was on level three and i thought okay i want to go for this i feel like i'm almost there and and i took note of what it said the responsibilities were and how I felt like I was already displaying that in the job because at ConvertKit we're sort of expected to be performing at the level mm-hmm. before you get moved to it, which I think makes sense and sounds sort of like what you do at Uber as well. And so I took that to my manager and we had a conversation where I was like, look, this is this, 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 and this, where I think that I'm performing at this level. Can we talk about getting me moved up? And um, we sort of did it from there. But I I didn't do that as part of a performance review. That was just in a regular one-on-one that we had. Yeah, for us, it's kind of tied to performance review time. Like that's the opportunity for you to, you know, put yourself forward for a promotion. I guess like at a company, our scale, it's easier to manage that way. And then we also have um, like this extra calibration process with promotions. I don't know exactly how it works, but like, let's say 10 designers are up for getting promoted to senior designer. They basically calibrate those 10 designers together and like, you know, like, Oh, well, like Joey did this really exceptional work, but like Maria, like wasn't quite as performant as Joey. So like, do they both deserve senior designer or like just making sure everyone's kind of performing at the same level I've never been in these discussions it's all like senior leadership but I know that they happen behind the scenes yeah so it's sort of like standardized promotions in a way yeah basically it's like making sure that everyone who's getting promoted to this level is performing at like the same level basically yeah yeah and that someone's not being moved up just because oh they've been here a while right it's because of the work that they've done yeah yeah that makes sense so what are like what are your next steps that do you feel like from your performance review or wait which stage are you at with it right now as we're talking have you had a meeting with your manager so i had the initial meeting with my manager a few weeks ago so that's when you got to hear the feedback i heard the feedback the first time for the first time about a week ago the feedback got released to me in the tool Mm -hmm. so i can now go and read it i haven't done it yet And I think I've been putting it off a little bit. I don't know why. It's just psychologically, you know, you're about to open something and read what people say about yourself. Yeah, it is. It's difficult. That's why things get emotional during unsolicited feedback at ConvertKit retreats. (laughs) Exactly. So I've kind of been waiting for a working from home day to read that and like not do it at my desk. And that happens to be today. So I'm probably going to read it today. And then what I then want to do with that is create like my interpretation of a plan so to speak or like how I want to you know do the next six months up until the next performance review based on the feedback that I got and then tomorrow I think or the next day I actually have the compensation meeting with my manager so then I'm gonna hear about any changes to my compensation uh, and I kind of also want to go to that meeting with my plan that I've created for myself and discuss that as well. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea because that's like arming yourself to advocate for yourself in a way, Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you do these at the end of the year? Like we've we've kind of gone through this process now. It takes three months, unfortunately. But uh, where are you at in your latest performance stuff? We did ours in January. So it was like the second week of January or something like that. Or maybe it was the first even that I had to fill out my self-review the week after that. There was the manager doing theirs. 
then the week after that we got together to discuss. So we're like sort of partway through the next work cycle, I guess now. Okay. But what what comes out of our performance reviews, because it's, it's a much shorter time frame and like yeah. there's only one specific performance review conversation that we have. But in that, we do focus, like I said, on talking about next steps and opportunities for improvement and what my manager really wants me to focus on in the coming months. And whatever we talk about there sort of frames our discussion for all future one-on-ones that we have. So I meet every second week with my manager and we, you know, discuss work or any, any like unblocking I need his help with, but also in general development every two weeks. So that's where he can be like, oh, how are you going with this that we talked about? Or I can bring up like, oh, I know we talked about this, but I'm struggling with this or whatever. And it's sort of more of an ongoing thing rather than all the attention put on around the one time, which I guess is why ours, like technically the review cycle is shorter, but also it's never ending (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because then we're just like, we go into the next one, you know? Um, But I kind of like it because I I feel like I'm like, okay, this is what I know I need to work on. And then we can we can just keep discussing week on week as needed. So nice. Yeah, I guess I'm in the stage right now of working on some things that came out of my performance review. But it was a very it was quite a light review for me this time because I just got promoted at like late last year. So not that I'm taking it easy, but I just mean sure it's less crunch time for me right now. So it was kind of like a yeah, like a, a lighter review. Nice. That's cool. I I like that you have more sort of sounds like more frequent feedback yeah definitely. rather than having to like wait six months <laughs> uh so yeah I'm I don't know I wonder how we could embrace that more in my team something for me to think about yeah for sure I think that's something that I mean I know I said I can't remember back to previous companies very well but it was definitely there wasn't that constant feedback for sure right I feel like sometimes I would go into performance reviews and just not really know what to expect. Whereas at ConvertKit, very few things are ever a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to be. Yeah. Yes. We have we have this constant feedback loop where, you know, if Derek, my manager, notices an issue cropping up, he can bring it up then and there in our next one-on-one. Or, you know, if something's super urgent, he'll set a different meeting with me, you know. Um, there hasn't been that case, luckily. So that's good. But yeah, it's this constant feedback cycle. That's sort of why we do unsolicited feedback sessions at retreats too is to get us all in the habit of um, saying difficult things to each other saying things that perhaps you feel a little uncomfortable to say when you do it first in the group setting when everyone else is giving feedback too and especially when it's combined with affirmations you get more comfortable and you get more in a habit of it where now I feel like anytime that I have an issue with a workmate or I've got some feedback I need to give to them, I can just reach out and it doesn't have to be like waiting to a certain time. Yeah. Uh, and you also get to know everyone's feedback styles too and how, how they like to receive feedback, which I think is important because like you were talking about, you don't, it sounds like you don't respond great to just hearing something in the moment. Like you want to be able to digest it yourself. Yeah. Which I completely understand and I need to do that too. I'm not much of a like an audio learner, I suppose, where I sort of need to see things in front of me before I can fully comprehend them. So I like being able to read written feedback. That's fair. And that's why I I sort of, I take notes during unsolicited feedback sessions at retreats so that I can see it on the screen in front of me, what people have said, even though, you know, they've verbalized it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of nice to have a document, like have it documented also in a way. 
yeah, for sure. I like to um, compare notes as well. So like, look at this retreat's feedback session compared to last retreat. Like what similarities are there that I'm obviously still not working on enough if that feedback keeps coming up. Um, you know, it's it's good to, to reflect back on those things too. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been like fun to learn about how your performance reviews work at ConvertKit. And I've enjoyed sharing our process too, which, you know, isn't necessarily perfect. But yeah, I think for me, I'm going to take away from this is figuring out a way to get like more regular feedback from my peers. Like, you know, the thing I mentioned earlier where there was something that I didn't agree with and my manager didn't agree with. Ideally that doesn't happen. And like you said, you know, ideally things aren't a surprise. And so I don't know, I'm going to try and figure out how I can embrace that more. I do have regular one-on-ones with people that I work closely with. So I wonder if that's something that I can just bring to our one-on-one in some way. Yeah. And because if, if the company isn't instituting that themselves, it might be on you to be the one to bring that forward. So that's going to be more difficult, I guess. I feel very lucky that it was sort of, it's expected as you work at ConvertKit, this is the thing that you take part in. You know, there's that company culture aspect of it. So you're going to have to take on the hard work of, of bringing that into the yeah. culture <laughs> on your team, especially. But I mean, it's been fascinating for me to hear about thing, how things work at uh like vastly bigger company right. than ConvertKit. Um, like obviously more people, you need more process yeah. to structure these things. And especially hearing about how promotions work at Uber, that's been really interesting for me. So thank you for sharing all this. this yeah. Is, this is a great, great idea of a topic to discuss. I hope that our listeners have enjoyed it too, as much as we have. Yes. And if your performance review process is like wildly different, or maybe there's something really cool that you do in your review process, let us know. We'd really like to hear about it. Yes. Uh, you can send us a tweet at Design Life FM, or you can also send us an email. That's a thing. Just head on to our website, designlife.fm. And I think there is a contact form there somewhere. There is. Also, it's just hello at designlife.fm. Great. If you want to do that. Thank you. Um, we would really appreciate your support of this show. If you've been enjoying episodes and you want to take that extra step in supporting, then join our Patreon. We have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash design life. And when you sign up to become a patron, you also get access to our Slack community. So that's pretty cool. There's a bunch of people in there who are going to be, you know, similar mindset to you. We like to discuss episodes before we record them in there. And sometimes after as well, I'm sure a discussion will happen about performance reviews in the design life community. So if you've been enjoying the show, we'd love to have you join. Awesome. Thanks for the chat, Charlie. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week, fam. Bye. Bye.